Welcome to The Benefits Beat, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex world of benefits. Together, we're going to dive deep into the industry, breaking down the barriers and exploring different topics surrounding benefits. We'll be bringing in subject matter experts who will share their knowledge, offering tips and tricks to help you understand, and more importantly, benefit from your benefits. Whether it's health insurance, dental, vision, disability, or other total rewards you're offered, we've got you covered. Our aim is to empower you with the knowledge and understanding you need to make informed decisions. So join your hosts, Maggie and Zach, every two weeks as we explain the nuances, all in an effort to make it easier for you to navigate the world of benefits. Hi, I'm Zach Ward, and this is Hub Haran's Employee Benefits Podcast, The Benefits Beat. Today, we've got a pretty exciting one for you. Just me today. Maggie is actually out sick, but I have one of my colleagues here, Brandon Kristen, who's going to talk about physical well-being. Brandon, do you mind just giving a little bit of background on what essentially makes you qualified to speak on this and some of your experience in the area? <laughs> well, being qualified is funny. Uh, fitness changes as your life changes, but um, I spent 15 years as a certified personal trainer, and I, I ran a, a large family-owned health club here in town. Over on the east side, right? Yep. Yep. So first question I have for you is what do you think and why do you believe that physical health and wellness are important in our daily lives? I know you're a firm believer of that. Just curious as your thoughts on why. Uh, I think the importance changes from person to person and what you need it for. But for me personally, it's the foundation of a holistic well-being, whether it's uh, physical, mental, social. Um, for me, fitness is kind of the bedrock of that. It's something that I can control every day. It's a, it's a stress reliever. Um, and it really helps me clear my mind. Yeah, I know you, you said you need a rage room sometimes here at work just for some stress relief. But personally for you, how do you prioritize that going about your day-to-day life? Well, I can tell you, Zach, uh, it was a lot easier when I was your age. And I wasn't married and I didn't have kids. Um, as you get older, it becomes more and more difficult. You know, you, you advance in your career a little bit. You have more and more responsibilities every day. Your kids have you running ragged. But for me, it's important to try to get at least 30 minutes of exercise in minimum of five days a week. Um, and as far as how do I prioritize it, it becomes important to add it to your schedule like any other meeting. Uh, if you looked at your schedule and you had a meeting with a client at 10, you wouldn't miss it. And you need to prioritize your health the same way. So one of the things that's been keeping me getting through it is just being able to go out in the gym. And a lot of times for me personally, it doesn't necessarily matter that I'm working out. It just matters about getting out and doing something that's not laying around on my couch, watching TV, things like that. And so it's, it's more of a release for me. It's a, it's a good way to get out some frustration. And I actually think more clearly after I've done a workout. You know, every day we struggle with things at work or at home that we're thinking about, they weigh on your mind. Um, I, I tend to get some clarity after a workout. Uh, it helps me clear my head. And, and to your point, a workout might be a walk outside with my dogs. A mm. uh, nice day, some time in the sun. Um, it really just kind of helps clear your head, and um, it, it gets me thinking a little more clearly. Yeah, I think people – forget that that's an option a lot of times is they're looking at working out they're looking at physical health as doing a run or going to the gym and lifting weights I think a lot of times it can just be I know you do this I do this hey walk around the office for five minutes ten minutes just get out of your chair go do something that's just moving around get your body pumping a little bit yeah so to your point um, this happens to me sometimes I know others it happens to as well um, every workout can't be crazy intense to the point where you dread doing it. You know, if you're already stressed at work, if you're already stressed at home, your workout shouldn't stress you out. It's just about activity. Um, it shouldn't be the end of the world. And to your point, like any kind of movement is good movement. 
And then again, kind of going back to what you said at the very beginning, you use this a lot between the link between your physical and your mental well-being, talking about stress relief, et cetera. Why do you think that relationship between your mental and physical wealth, physical well-being is so important? Uh, for me personally, it's about balance. Um, if any part of my life is, is out of balance, whether it's the physical, the mental, the work, I want everything to sort of work in unison. And for me personally, the physical stuff is the bedrock and the foundation because I can control it every day. I can't always control the stresses that pop up in my life. I can't control what's going on with my, my kid's life, what's going on at work. But I can control that I got some activity in and I feel good about it and it, it improves my health. So right, right there, it's a clarity, stress reliever. Um, and it's a good start to the day, the week, or, or however you want to view it. Mm. Getting into one of my favorite topics personally is some of the misconceptions about physical well-being, right? We talked about a couple of them. You don't have to go do this hour-long, hard-hit workout. It's just sometimes getting getting moving. But what are some of the misconceptions that you think people have about physical health that you've seen and your prior experiences, and then what would you, how would you react to them? How would you debunk them, so to speak? I mean, number one misconception is that you have to be crazy intense all the time. It's not about intensity. Um, even at younger ages, it's not. It's about consistency. Are you getting out there every day and doing something? Um, it does you no good to, to work out really, really hard four days a week for three weeks and then basically stop because it's too much. It weighs on you mentally. Your body's getting worn down. So to me, 100%, it's a lot more about consistency than intensity. Yeah, I think for me personally, that's always been a challenge is people expect as soon as they go start walking or start running or whatever, they want to see results in that first week. And a lot of it's just about, hey, I need to do it for two months straight, three months straight to actually start seeing aesthetic results, so to speak. Yeah, you know, I saw something funny on the internet today, actually. Uh, it was about Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt trains for four years to run for nine seconds. Mm. And then some of us will work out for a couple of weeks and stop because we're not seeing the results that we want. It's, it's really about that long game and being consistent. Um, and also, I think it's about finding what, what's right for you. A lot of people out there will hold up certain fitness routines as the way to do it, and really everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And going back to that struggle with being consistent, what are some tips you – you'd give to our listeners to make sure that they're being self-disciplined, they're staying consistent. Once they get into it, they feel motivated, they feel excited to go to the – maybe not to, the, to go to the gym, but um, what are some tips that you give them to stay consistent? Yeah, I think, uh, number one, if you, if you have the ability to do this, try to work out at the same time every day. It becomes a routine and part of your – Part of your just your normal day. Um, if your if your life's a little crazy and your and your after work hours are a little crazy, you have to schedule a meeting with yourself um, that you will hold hold yourself accountable to. Um, and then and then beyond that, I, I wouldn't make any big bold changes unless you need to from a health standpoint. I'd make small incremental changes that make uh, your fitness routine palatable and can provide long term health benefits. I think one of the keys here too is giving yourself a break sometimes. I know last last year, I think it was, I tried to go to the gym from zero times a year to 365 times a year. And that's a huge jump to go to uh, immediately. So for me, it was about giving myself a break and saying, okay, if I'm not going to go tomorrow, that's okay. Make sure I'm not letting that become the habit and, and getting back into doing something. Um, but again, it it's go, goes back to give yourself a little bit of a break, find out what works for you and stay consistent with it. Yep, small incremental changes. So if 365 days a year is not possible, what's your weekly goal? Is it, is it at least three times? That way, if you go five, you feel awesome about your week, but you hit your at least three. 
And then what are some ways, so obviously you know we live a pretty sedentary lifestyle as employees. We're at our desks all day, right? You're on the phone at your desk 90% of the time. In workplace, how can I prioritize my physical wealth? And what can employers do as well to make sure that their employees are staying physical healthy? Well, you know, this might sound a little bit redundant to her longtime Haran clients, but the number one thing that employers can do is promote a primary care relationship. Um, Middle-aged men are all very dumb as it relates to their health, (laughs) myself included. Um, And it's really important that you're providing financial incentives to drive employees to go to their doctors so they can stay on top of things. Even if you're a healthy young man, you want to know if your numbers are trending in the wrong direction so you can do something about it. Uh, as far as how to how to promote wellness in, in your day, um, no, number one thing I would say is, uh, you know, pound the water. Set a water goal each day. That's really going to help. And this will sound kind of funny, but one of the things that it will do is going to force you to get up and move because you're going to have to go to the restroom. <laughs> the other thing you mentioned, you and I are on the phone a lot. Um, I'm a, just a walker in general, but I take my phone calls uh, with, my Air, with my AirPods in walking around the office. Um, you know, you get the watch notification. Did you start an indoor walk? That's a good indication that you're getting up and moving around a lot. And, you know, sometimes these watches get a, a little bit annoying, but the fact that they tell you to stand up every so often and move is really a positive. Yeah, yeah this is um, you know, a shameless plug, but I get into work pretty early, and this is a busy time of year for everybody here, so I think it's really important. Um, I'll, I'll use the Headspace app usually in October, November, December every year. I should use it all the time. It just ends up falling off, but it's five minutes every morning of um, mindfulness, really. Uh, it's a little bit of meditation, a little bit of mindfulness and appreciation. And, um, you know, that, that falls off the radar maybe of the physical health, but it's helpful for me to keep me calm. And throw in a little push-up every morning? Well, yeah, the, the <laughs> push-ups are helpful uh, if you have a place to do them. There you go. So if you had to give one key point to our listeners, I think I can pretty much guess what yours is going to be, but... If you said, hey, this is the one thing that I would prioritize about my physical health if I were an everyday person, this is what it would be. I would say just get up and move. Just increase your movement every day. Um, I like to track mine. Some people find that cumbersome because they track so many things at work. But whether it's just steps or overall movement or calories burnt in a day, um, make sure you're getting up and moving more and you're, you're tracking it a little bit so, so you are accountable to yourself. And then going a little bit, into the future, so to speak. I think this is a really challenging time for a lot of people, just given the holidays, right? There's a lot of different food. There's a lot of uh, delicious food. But how can they prioritize their physical well, physical well-being during the holiday season? Any any tips or tricks on that? I mean, it's, it's not um, – you can't recreate the wheel here. You're going to eat some bad food. Mm-hmm. So minimize the bad food. Make good choices where possible, knowing that you're going to eat some good food. But um, prioritize the walk after dinner. You know, if you have a dog, make sure you're, you're walking at night. Like, just give yourself an opportunity to burn some of that stuff off. It sounds like it's just, again, like you said, make an appointment with yourself and say, hold yourself accountable to that. If I'm going to go to Thanksgiving dinner, I'm going to get a walk afterwards. Or I'm going to do something afterwards that makes me feel a little bit better, even if I ate 4,000 calories at dinner. Listen, at the end of the day, <laughs> fitness is hard. Well-being's hard. But we know for a fact we're going to feel better if we do these things. Take a second to, to relax. Go for a walk. You know at the end you're going to feel better. So prioritize yourself and, and the way that you're, you're going to feel if you do that. Awesome. Well, Brandon, we appreciate your time. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks, Zach. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be considered as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. 
there are any discrepancies between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will prevail. If you have any questions about your benefits, please reach out to your HR representative. Thanks for tuning in today. Our suggestion box is always open, so if you have a question you would like us to answer or a topic you would like us to cover, send us a message on Instagram at The Benefits Feed. And remember to subscribe on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode, and be sure to follow us on social media for more benefit tips and tricks.